No longer do you have to fear being lost. You're saved, you're a child. Now act like it. Now live like it. Now serve like it. That's life-changing, the security that we have in Jesus Christ. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, welcome back to In Grace. This is Jim Scudder, and we're so excited for you to be listening today. Uh, we've been to a number of events lately, uh, both in our state of Illinois and some other places, and I've had so many of you coming up and saying, hey, uh, I've been listening to In Grace for a long time, or I used to hear your dad on the radio, now I'm hearing you on the radio, and I am so excited when I get to meet you. So, Thank you for coming up and saying hello. And uh, it's it really helps me because, you know, often when we record things or when we're doing the media, it's it's just kind of a one-way direction. And, and I hate that. I will really want the interaction. I want to hear from you. And if you ever uh, do see me or you're at a place where we're together, I would love to get to know you. Now, one way we can be together is you can consider an in-grace travel opportunity. We have two trips coming up. We have a cruise to Alaska this July. We're calling it the in-grace creation cruise because I'm bringing a great creation speaker, Bruce Malone, his wife, Robin. My wife and I will be on that trip and also Majesty Music will be providing some beautiful music in the evenings. We'll be together. Uh, during the day, you'll be exploring Alaska. We would love for you to get the free brochure when you go to ingraceradio.com. Ingraceradio.com, click on travel or give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. Now, today on In Grace, we're going to be continuing our Easter-themed series, Can the Resurrection Change My Life? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about the security that we have in Christ because of the resurrection and how that security can really change our lives. And we don't have to fear. We can serve out of gratitude, out of love, and no longer have to worry about hell. And that's the greatest news in the world. So we're going to cover that today and more here on In Grace. Let's flip over and look at, at Romans chapter 8. Uh, just a fantastic passage. If you're ever discouraged, read Romans chapter 8. If you're saved, this is true for you. Who is he that condemneth? How safe are we in Christ? How, how hid are we in Christ? I'll tell you this. We are so hid that Satan himself cannot steal you away. Okay? Who is he that condemneth? If you're saved, if you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, you're born again, you're a child of God, who can steal you away from that? Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, that is risen again. There's the resurrection again. Who is even at the right hand of God? There, it, there that is again. Who also maketh intercession for us. What does that mean? That means that Jesus Christ is in heaven right now interceding for you. When you're being accused, if you're saved, Jesus tells his father, no, I've paid for that sin. I paid for that sin. And now, does that mean we should go sin? No. But when we do, your sins are covered. God doesn't see your sin anymore. He sees the righteousness of Christ. That's how hid you are in Christ. Who is he that condemneth? You're identifying, you're hid with Christ who died and was raised again. Who shall separate us? 
in verse 35 of Romans 8. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then a whole list of things. I'm just gonna read them really fast, so listen fast. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are what? More than conquerors. Let's do that again. We are what? More than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be ever able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Is there anything that he left off that list? No, that covers it. How safe are you? How secure are you? How hid are you in Christ? Is that gonna make a difference in my life? Today, if I know for sure I'm on my way to heaven, absolutely it will. No longer do you have to fear being lost. You're saved, you're a child. Now act like it. Now live like it. Now serve like it. You're a child of God and that will never ever change. Isn't that exciting? That's life-changing, the security that we have in Jesus Christ. The fourth thing that we're gonna see today in Colossians 3, 4 when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Remember, everything is predicated on verse one, if you're risen with Christ, all the rest of these things are true. What word am I gonna use with this? I'm gonna use the word see. Because up to this point, you have not seen Jesus with your eyes, but at this moment, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. You're gonna be able to see Jesus. And this is guaranteed because your life is with Christ and God. The resurrection guarantees that you will be in heaven, that you will be, in this instance, raptured if you're alive when Jesus comes back. What is that? What is that? Well, let's look at this. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear... So he's going to make an appearance, right? We all believe Jesus is coming back. Every person that is within Orthodox Christianity believes that Jesus is coming back. Now, there's a lot of different views on eschatology, just the idea of studying the things of end times. But our view is uh, an exciting view, and that is Jesus could come back at any moment to, to take away his church. And it's clear in Scripture and let me give you one of the main passages that I, I just don't think there's any other way to understand this passage in 1 Thessalonians 4.13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. How many of you like to be ignorant? Concerning them which are asleep, or those that have died, those that have been saved but died in their faith, died in Christ, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. So this is all predicated on what happens to that person well, it says, if we believe, this is such an important word, folks. If you ever start to think that salvation is based on believing plus something else, believing and living the Christian life, you're missing it. It's, it's, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, that's the gospel. Jesus, the Son of God, came to this earth, never sinned. He died, he became sin, he rose again. If you'll believe in him, you're saved, okay? So the gospel's right here. If we believe that Jesus died, and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, those that have died in the faith, will God bring with him. So what is he talking about? For this we shall say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we, 
He expected it to be in his time. You say, well, this is written 2,000 years ago. That means it's 2,000 years closer today than it was then, all right? And it's a day closer than it was yesterday. Don't ever lose the, the expectancy of the Lord's return. I really think it's an important part of the Christian life. The power of the resurrection promises us uh, the resurrection and, and perhaps, well, it promises us the rapture. Even if you die in this church age, you're still gonna be raptured, right? Your body is going to be caught up. Well, let's continue to read. We which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord, the coming of the Lord is, is throughout scripture, shall not prevent them or go ahead of them which are asleep. In other words, you're not gonna go first, they're gonna go first, those that have died. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Now, this is not the second coming. The second coming, Jesus comes back to the earth, sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. This is something different. This comes before the second coming, I believe, by seven years. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Harpizo, it's Greek, it's actually rapture in Latin. That's where we get rapture, it's right here. This is rapture. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up, raptured together with them in the clouds, those that have died, they'll be resurrected at the same time. Their body, uh, their soul is already in heaven, but their soul, spirit will be reunited with their glorified body, a remade body, and we will be with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so that's why it's different than the second coming. And so shall we, what, ever be with the Lord. It's a wonderful promise that we will see Jesus Christ. That is guaranteed by the resurrection. That will have power in your life. It'll help you to live like today could be your last day. It really can. Let's continue Colossians 3. Uh, this whole section, five through nine, we're gonna call slay, okay? This word mortify, Right here, you, you can see the, the, the English word mortician, right? So it's this idea of putting to death, slay, therefore your members which are upon the earth. So these are some of the things that we are to slay, okay, to, to kill. Um, fornication. This is the Greek word pornea. You understand what that means. It's immorality in a sexual nature. Uncleanness, inordinate affection is lust, Evil concupiscence, that's a tough one, right? It's longing for what is forbidden. Covetousness, of course, is greediness, which is idolatry. So those are those things that were to mortify, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience. That's the way the world lives. That's not the way God wants you to live. Will the resurrection have power in my life? Yes, if you mortify those things things, put to death to slay those things. Every day, you get up and say, Lord, I don't want to do those things anymore. Give me the power to overcome these sinful things and behaviors. And there's more, in which they also walked in some time. These are the unsaved, the lost, and we were all lost at one point, so we lived in them. Colossians 3, 7, verse 8 says, put now ye also off. So we, we have those those sexual immoral sins, and, and everyone kind of understands that those are wrong. But what about these sins? These are more sins that are uh, sanctified a little bit. Like, oh, you know, everyone has these things. No, these are really bad too. Put off also anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. 
Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. Christians need to live differently. We don't have, those things should not be part of our lives anymore. And if they are, we're not mortifying that old man. We're not putting that old man to death every day. Now we come to verse 10, which is a really important verse. This is going to be the sixth word that we're going to give you, and that is surrender. So we're to put off the old man, to mortify the old man, but we are to put on, Colossians 3.10, the new man. So every morning, it's kind of like a, a set of clothes. You don't want, you want to put on a really gross, dirty, stinky clothes, right? That's the old man. I'm going to put on clean, fresh, smelling uh, clothing today. I'm going to say, Lord, when I wake up, I'm going to say, Lord, please allow me to live your life. That's putting on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. This is something that happens over and over every day, renewed in knowledge. What is that? That means to learn more about him. How do you learn more about the Lord, the things of God? Set your affection on things above. How do I know about those things above? You have this. You have this book. It's called the Bible. You can read this. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch In Grace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. The new nature is all good. The new nature will not sin. Are you saying, Pastor Scudder, that I will be sinless? Unfortunately, that's an impossibility until the old nature is gone. We still have the old nature, but if we will put on the new man, we're gonna find that we're sinning less. Not sinless, but sinning less, right? We're not gonna have those hallmarks of the world, the, the immorality, the anger, the malice, the, the backbiting, the lying. We're not gonna have that in our life. We're gonna be a people that will be like Jesus, who never sinned, right? We're going to be more and more like him each and every day. It all is predicated on the resurrection. And then in 1 Corinthians 15, in verse 45, it says, the first man, Adam, this is our ancestor, this is the first person ever made, was made a living soul, but remember, he sinned. And everyone born of Adam is a sinner. And you not only have that sin nature, but you sin, we've all sinned. The last Adam this is Jesus, was made a quickening spirit. This is how we can live the life that God wants us to live. Let's talk about the West. We were flying from Chicago to Seattle. As we were flying across the country, uh, you, know, you go from Illinois flat, 
Iowa flat, lots of corn, lots of soybeans. And then you start to see the mountains, right? And I can just imagine those old pioneers in those wagon trains. You know, we could get to Seattle in four hours. It would take, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. A lot of danger, a lot of uh, scary moments for them to get out there to settle this land. And as one of those trains was going out there, they had just crossed the river about a day ago, and they were still in the prairie when off in the distance they discovered a whole line of smoke in the sky. And they, they realized as they were progressing slowly in this wagon train that this was a wildfire and it stretches from south to north. It was one wall of fire and it was coming toward them. They knew that they couldn't make it back to the river to cross the river back to safety. And everyone was panicking and everyone was scared because there was a wall of fire heading their way and they certainly would be consumed and they would all die. One of the pioneers knew what to do. He said, set fire behind us. And the people said, what, are you crazy? He says, no, just listen to me. Set fire behind us. And he did. And he set the fire behind them. And the fire raged. They moved the wagon train into that burned out area. And as that wall of fire came, it died off because all of the materials had been consumed where they were standing. Let me tell you something. If your life is hid with Christ and God, all of the fire was consumed upon Jesus. And where you stand is 100% completely safe. Do you know Jesus Christ? Do you know him as savior? Not as friend, not as guide, not as inspiration or power, but do you know him as savior? That's the first place that you get to know him. A lot of people think they know him because they've, been uh, church attenders, or they were born into a Christian family. You know what? Attending a church or being born into a Christian family doesn't make you a Christian. What makes you a Christian is when you put your total dependence and faith in Jesus Christ. You trust in him. And the Bible says that that very moment of faith, when you say, I can't save myself, I put my trust in Jesus, the Bible says you pass from hellfire, you pass from death, the second death is hell, into life. You're now standing in a place that you can no longer be harmed. Now you have your life hid with Christ and God. Now nothing can separate you from the love of God. It's the greatest news in the entire world, and it's because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He conquered death because we could not. And the Bible says if you'll believe in him, if you'll trust in him, you will not perish you will have everlasting life. That's what it says right here in John 3, 16. God so loved the world. Is that you? Yes, God loves you. You say, well, how could God love me? Well, God does. God loves you so much that he gave, that's the greatest gift in the entire world, he gave his only begotten son. There's one God, there's three persons, the Father, Son, and Spirit. The second person of the Holy Trinity came and lived the life that you couldn't live. He never once sinned. He did so many great things. He taught so many great things, but he came to die for our sins. And he says, if you'll, whosoever, again, that's a wonderful word that, that doesn't exclude anybody. It includes everybody in the entire world. Whosoever believeth in him. What does believeth mean? It means to trust in him. It's faith. It's the verb form of faith. 
It's not by works. It's not by what we do. It's not by religion. It's not by being better. You can't ever be good enough. You have sinned. We can't get rid of this in ourselves. So it's whosoever believeth in him. Who is that? That is Jesus. He's the one talking here, by the way, to a very religious man. If you could ever get to heaven, Nicodemus shouldn't have been able to get to heaven on his own, but he couldn't even do it. That's why Jesus came to die And if you believe in him, you will not perish. That's hellfire. That's the second death. But have everlasting life, and that is heaven. Have you received by faith Jesus? Ephesians 2, 89, it's by grace that we're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. A gift is something that you give. It's free. There's no charge. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to pay for it. It's a gift, right? A gift is a gift. Well, that's what Jesus calls eternal life. It's a gift. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God. Why is it a gift? Because you have no money. You have nothing to offer God. The Bible says that our best efforts, our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags in the eyes of God. That's because we have all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. He had no sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21. He was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Do you see what happened? Jesus took upon himself our sin. He died on that cross. He rose again. He's alive. He's at the right hand of God. He wants to make intercession for you, but you first have to believe in him, to trust in him. And when you do that, the Bible says you have right now, it's actually the old English word half, which it's a present possessive word. You have something right now called eternal life. You are secure. You are safe in the hand of God. You say, it can't be that simple. That means all this religion in the world has it wrong. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not saying I've got it right. I'm saying the Bible has it right. And no one seems to be noticing what the Bible clearly says. Salvation is free. Put your faith in him and you have your life hid with Christ in God. And now that same resurrection that can save you can also empower you to live the life of Christ on this earth. That's his desire. And I hope that you respond in faith to receive Jesus Christ. And then also every day say, Lord, how can I be like Jesus today? Help me to mortify, to slay that old man, that old nature, and help me to put on the new man and serve the Lord the way that you want me to do that today. If you have questions about eternal life, about salvation, about the resurrection, uh, we'd love to talk with you. You can give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. If it's after hours, just leave us a voicemail, or you can go to our website anytime to find out more help about salvation and what the resurrection means, and that is ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. And when you call or go to our website or write to us, and our mailing address, by the way, is in Grace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047, you can ask us to get the great brand new video series called The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple, where we go on a quest to interview people who are longing to have the temple rebuilt, people that have made harps for the temple worship. And the first time the harp has been made in Israel in thousands of years, a man growing ancient plants that haven't been grown in Israel so that he can create incense for the temple sacrifice. And then we have people that have already purchased secretly a piece of property on the 
Mount of Olives for the red heifer sacrifice. We followed those red heifers from Texas to Israel, and we want to tell you all about that and so much more. When you make a gift of any amount to support this ministry, to invest in grace, more people hear the gospel, and you're going to get this great three-part video series, and it's either DVD or digital download. Give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. And then also, if your gift can be $35 or more, we're also going to send you our Armageddon's Dawn eight-part video series filmed in Israel with some great Bible prophecy teachers and our Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart. All of this, and uh, we really want to equip you to be ready for the return of Jesus. Contact us today. As a thank you for your gift of any amount, Jim Scudder will send you the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple when your gift is $35 or more. He will also send you his eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, and a beautiful end times prophecy chart. Order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple by calling 800-78-GRACE. Go to our secure website, ingraceradio.com, or write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.